gentlemen, you are listening to the H&H Podcast. Hello, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you have problems with flatulence after you eat cabbage, then use Romanov's anti-flatulence pills. Just take two of these and you'll have no more fartings. And it will make your breath smell like a minty fresh. So, if you have the flatulence from the cabbage, use Romanov's anti-fart cream. Or stop eating cabbage. All right. Okay. (laughs) Here we are. Staring contest. You and me go. You win. You always do. Welcome. Welcome to the H&H Podcast. I am Cobb. And you are not Cobb. (laughs) You are Alex. I'm Alex. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Um, What are we talking about today, Today we are talking about... Oh, let me turn off my... And by the way... Explain. Oh, this music? This is... uh, Yes, this is a song I wrote a long time ago. Um... And since we can't use music on the podcast anymore, we're going to start bringing in our own uh, our own tunes. And uh, little known fact, Nami. Yeah, yeah. Little <laughs> known fact. Uh, no, yeah. Alex and I are both uh, musicians, and um, you know, at one point in our life, probably thought that's what we would do. Yeah. And um, so, at one point in my wife's life, she probably thought that's what I would do, and then she married me, and I. Duped her. Yeah, she put the kibosh on it, and so did you. Um, no, I think, uh, yeah, so it's fun. It's something, because I know you still write. Um, yep. I've heard some of your more recent stuff. You've shared that. I have a ton of recent stuff, and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm weird about sharing it. And so I thought it would be kind of cool, because I don't know why I don't share. Yeah. You know, I'm a weird person, because, like, I love the music that I make, mm-hmm. but... I don't ever feel like it's good enough. Like, I don't feel like it meets up to other people's... Like, I feel like other people will hear it and be like, oh, great, you know? Yeah. And I don't know why I feel that way. I've always been self-conscious, and I think it's just because um, I'm not a guitar impresario. Um, I've never been the world's greatest singer. Like, I don't know that there's, like, one thing where I'm like, oh, yeah, he's the man. You ought to just, just put it on... Bandcamp, what the hell? I put it a, I've, yeah. I've never given a shit, honestly. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I admire that yeah. about you because you're a lot more like, hey, dude, I do it for me. But you're a much better guitar player than I am, and I think, like, I always am envious of that because... I don't know about that, though. I mean, it's it, it's a different vibe. It's a completely different thing. Oh, it is. And, and you know, vocal-wise, you spent way more time working on vocals than you ever did your yeah. guitar playing. Well, so. and, and production, that was yeah. really my thing. Yeah. You know, as uh, over time, people will kind of come to probably find out, like, I'd love to sit behind a keyboard and patch these things together yeah. and create my own sounds and really produce. I'd much rather play things. live than ever be in the studio. Exactly. Yeah. Can't stand it. Right. And so, anyway, cool uh, opportunity for us to share some of the things we do and yeah. some of our new stuff as well. This song is called Irreconcilable Differences. It's actually uh, pretty old. Um, it's really old now, but, uh, you know, we have some new stuff too. And it's so, fun. yeah, it's fun. It's a yeah. cool way for people to kind of know a, shit? a little bit more. Right. Yeah. But I like, uh, you know, you and I are pretty rounded out people. Yeah. You know, we're not just business people. We're not just outdoors enthusiasts. We're yeah. musicians. We, 
I love to do like I write comedy, stand up comedy. A lot of stuff yeah. in my short time on this planet. Well, I was thinking about we've built cars. Yep. We, I mean, you know, we've done construction. Mm-hmm. We've done, I mean, all the kind of weirdo stuff that you and I do. And so I don't know. I think to me, it's it's interesting to sort of paint that picture for people and let yeah. them kind of get to know us a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I think if we're going to do this podcast and continue to do it as we continue moving forward, um, you know, one thing that always ins- I, I I've listened to Howard Stern for yeah ever tw- yeah twenty five yeah. years probably, and one of the things that really inspired I mean it can be incredibly juvenile and sometimes it's just so stupid I have to turn it off yeah but um, the genuine nature of how he goes about it and mm-hmm. the uh, the complete disregard for his own kind of just self-preservation. He just throws it all out there. Yeah. And I I, I like that. I, yeah. I think if we're going to do this, I think, and we, we give a lot of advice on here. Yeah. I think we, we put our opinion out. And I think if you're going to do that, if you're going to say, hey, this is where I'm strong and you want people to listen to you, yeah. I think you also have to say this is where I'm weak. Yeah. So no, that's I, a good that, point. That's where I think it's kind of cool to show people that, that other side of us. So yeah. today... What is the topic for today? Today's topic, we're, we're talking today about good ideas. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when I say good ideas, it's what is a good idea? And how do you know when you have a good idea? And how many good ideas that are good ideas now yeah. are not good ideas tomorrow? Yeah. And I would say one of my biggest flaws is that when I think I have a good idea, I'm just all in on it. Like that, that's, that's the best idea I've ever had in my life. I'm never going to have a better one. Go a hundred thousand miles into that direction. Right. And then I get halfway down the track and realize it's might be one of the worst ideas I've ever had in my life. And then, and then I'm just completely bummed out rather than finding the, the piece of good idea within that original good idea. I'm just mad now. Well, I think what you and I are both getting better at is recognizing a good idea, but also vetting the idea because we're the same. When you and I think that we've had a good idea, we just go 200 Mm -hmm. miles an hour in that direction. Well, and and our business is a great example. You know, here and, and, you know, I, 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 as I said earlier, I just don't care if people know the ins and outs of what we do around here because so what? But you know, we are contracting right mm-hmm. now. We are we have really ripped this business down to the studs. Mm-hmm. We have looked for every thing that was built wrong and every piece of termite damage and everything else that we have yeah. uh, to stick with the metaphor. And um, and it's because we took this idea, we ran with it, we ran in a straight line very fast. Yeah, and Although we've had a lot of good ideas, we failed to vet some of the ideas. We failed to properly plan uh, for some of the things that we wanted to do. And what we've done in some cases is either drive a good idea in the ground by not giving it the attention it deserved. And in other cases, we've taken what we thought was a good idea and put a bunch of effort into a turd. Yeah. So... Um, so I thought that would, you know, make for an interesting subject for today because, um, 
you know, we're in the middle of it and we can speak to exactly what happens when you take an idea uh, and, and you run too far too fast yeah, with it. We've often said this place is just an idea factory, just constantly churning them out. It's what we really make here. Yeah. Is yeah, ideas. Exactly. And the problem with that is at some point you get a surplus. And if you don't yeah. have a mechanism in place to vet those ideas and make sure you're, you're concentrating on the, on the right ones, you just start to overflow with all of these ideas, and maybe some of them aren't that great. Well, it's and, like I said, uh, and I may have said this on the podcast, but I know I said it to you. I was watching Hoarders, the TV yeah. show Hoarders. Yeah. And, you know, in watching Hoarders, I realized that you and I are opportunity hoarders. Mm-hmm. We hoard opportunity. Yeah. Good ideas. You know, we go, oh, that's a good, that's a great opportunity. We got, you know? we got a three-car garage full of cardboard boxes full of opportunity. Exactly. And we, you know, <laughs> we can't, shit. we can't get, yeah, we're, we're crapping in the living room in a five-gallon bucket because our bathroom's full of good ideas, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. think, I think that that's, good ideas are, are fascinating to me because, yeah. A, are they good ideas? Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's the first thing that I actually really wanted to talk about is, you know, when you get into good ideas, how do you know if it's a good idea? Well, that's what I was saying. Like, if you don't have any mechanism to vet them, right? How do you know whether or not it's a good idea? Because typically, you come up with something, and you think, you know, I've looked at this seven ways from Sunday. No one's going to answer that phone. You know, no, it's going to run right through our podcast. It really is. You want to talk about what's not a good idea? <laughs> Having a phone outside the studio where you do your podcast and leaving the door open to exactly. the, where the phone is. Exactly. That's nah, screw it. Whatever. Right. Um, so, um, you but the saying. point is, is if you don't have a mechanism for the, to, for vetting those ideas, then you just, you, there's no way to know, really, until you get into it, and then you just find out, like, trial by fire. Right. Right? Um, and, and you you take a good idea... And in many cases, you ruin it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you go about it the wrong way because you, have, you haven't assessed it, figured out how you're going to tackle it, sized it up, make sure you have the crew and the resources to handle it. And you dive in head first, typically by yourself, and you drop all the balls and completely fuck it up. Well, and here's a question, and I, I'm a believer in this, but uh, I'd be interested to find out what your thoughts are on it. Um, I am a believer that a, 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 what's the way I want to put this? A, a good idea that you don't venture down the road with Mm -hmm. is always a good idea. But once you've started and messed it up, I, I I think it's done. I don't think you can go back yeah. on a good idea. I've yeah. always believed that if you start down the road with a good idea and you mess it up, mm-hmm. it's done for you. You yeah. can't. Maybe another person can, but I don't think... I think that good ideas are like relationships. You don't you know? want to go back. No. Try again. Well, you, you ever... When you were younger, you know, you, you'd date somebody and then you'd break up. And then you'd you see them months or even years later, and you'd go, hey, you know, we should go out and... I don't know that I've hang out. ever done that. Well, maybe not, but... Yeah. There, it uh, maybe I have. It I doesn't matter how long you've been away from them. Yeah. When you come back, you're always in the middle. Yeah. You can't go back to zero. No. 
start, it's it impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. Cats out of the bag. Right. And yeah. I, that, to me, is the same with a good idea. Mm-hmm. You can never go back to the beginning of you and that idea being fresh. So what is, what is that process, though? What do you mean? What is the process of, of, of vetting ideas? Well, I think the first thing is, uh, and I actually just wrote this down, but the first step is, can I reasonably capitalize on this idea? And then if not, shelve it until you can Put it in a box. It. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's like, again, you know, for us, um, you know, but it's like meeting that person that you, uh, and you go, oh, man, you know, she's so awesome. And, I, you know, I just, I, I could just really see myself having a great relationship with her. Mm-hmm. But if you asked yourself, am I in a place where I could be a good guy? Can, yeah. I, can I be what she needs me to be? Mm-hmm. If you can't, dude, who cares if she dates somebody else? Yeah. Who cares what it is? Keep it where it needs to be. Because if you ruin it, it's over. Yeah. So just keep it where it needs to be. And same thing with a good idea. People get so afraid. Well, what if someone else has the idea? Well, guess what? So who cares? Yeah, How many there's people always had the idea new. for, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, orange who, golf balls. Well, who knows that the guy that 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 those triangle shaped paper clips. Wonderful idea. But <laughs> but you know, let's say the guy that made Pepsi, right? Yeah. Who's to say he didn't have the idea for Pepsi before the guy who made Coke? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the history of Coke and Pepsi. Probably yeah. not, because Coke's 2,000 sure. years old, and yeah. Jesus drank it at the Last <laughs> Supper. But point is, is that it, do, it didn't matter. Yes, Coke came out first. Yes, Coke got the bulk of the market. But guess what? The Pepsi dude and the Pepsi company, there's billionaires. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So hold on to that. So to, to me, that's the first question. Mm-hmm. Can I do justice to this idea? Can I actually give it what it needs to take it where it needs to go? And if you can't, stop cold. Keep you, it. Uh, on the flip side of that, I think there's also, um, you got to take everything um, in its own regard. Treat. I, I think every idea you have to kind of assess separately. I don't know that there's a canned system for how you vet certain ideas or how you move forward with different ideas. Because I do think that there are opportunities where you have a good idea and your system can can kill a good idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where some things are meant to be spontaneous, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And they're, I would venture to say that they're few and far between. Right. They're not as, as frequent as moving a, an idea through the vetting process and making sure you can handle it and all that. Sometimes I do think that there is magic in spontaneity. No, I agree with you. And I think in that case, though, what you're really saying is I don't know if this is a good idea. That's where you go, this could be a good idea. There's a difference. Yeah. Once you say this is a good idea, then yeah. you have to ask yourself, can I capitalize on it? Sure. But if you ask yourself or if you say, I think this is a pretty good idea, then yeah, there yeah. may be that, that. That's one of those things where you're like, I got to get down the road a little bit yeah. to find out if it's a good yeah, idea. Because, I mean, there, I can't think of, you know, really off the top of my head, any one specific example. But I, I do know that there are times where very, 
very successful businesses have started with a, ah, shit, I don't know, let's give it a shot, right? Y- you know, and and a couple folks get together and they just roll the dice. Now, do they end up kind of in the same situation we're in now where we're paying for past mistakes and, and paying for not putting plans together and setting ourselves up for success in a regimented manner? Of course. Yeah. But... It doesn't really matter because the end result is so fantastic that yeah. it doesn't matter. Well, I think also, you know, we have a couple of things right now that we're uh, sort of hibernating, yeah. I guess, you know, in a way. And, um, I, you know, that's what's cool is there were a couple of ideas that we had that we needed to, we said, this might be a good idea. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah. We took it a little ways down the road. We went, wait a minute. This is a pretty good idea. But we're not in a position to give this idea everything it needs right now. So rather than pour fuel on this fire and watch it burn out of control, yeah. we're going to leave it right where it's at, Yeah. let it kind of hibernate and chill out for a little bit, and then yeah. when we have the capability to properly push it forward, we will. So I don't think there's any problem with that because we didn't know if they were good ideas or not. We had an assumption. There are other things that we have in our hip pocket that we know where, like, that's a good idea. Yeah. There's no question. We know it's going to work, and but we don't have the resources or, uh, you know, whatever else to, uh, to capitalize on it. And so that's why it's on the shelf. You know what interests me a lot is when there's somebody who comes out with something, they're the first ones to the market. Mm -hmm. And then everybody else comes along and goes, oh, that's a good idea. I'm just going to do that. And it's it's funny because there's almost like this weird little ecosystem that uh, arises out of every good, really, truly good idea. Because you have the originator. Mm -hmm. The originator comes out with it and says, I'm going to make orange golf balls mm-hmm. so that people can find their golf balls. You're really balls. into these orange golf balls. It's a I'm funny thing to okay. talk about. But anyway, I'm going to make these orange golf balls, right? Mm-hmm. And they're wildly successful. And then somebody sees that idea and they go, well, I kind of had that idea too. I'm just going to let that guy do his thing and see how far down the road he gets. Oh, well, that's actually a good idea. I'm going to do it now too because I've watched him make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I know what not to do. So I'm going to go and I'm going to start my orange golf ball business now. Mm-hmm. And then that person is mildly, you know, or successful, usually almost as successful as the first one. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these copycats that pop up along the way. You see, I mean, look at the cooler industry right now. There's room for a lot of different cooler companies. Right. And Yeti they're all came the out. same yeah. exact thing. Right. But... They just have a little different spin, different colors. One has a bottle opener. One's sectioned off on the, in the middle, whatever it is. Well, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, but they're never, ever going to be Yeti. Well, because Yeti was first. Yes, in some cases. But there is one company, maybe one of the most... Well, not maybe. the one of the, Easily one of the most successful companies on the planet. Yeah. And we use... Their stuff every day. Yeah. And I would argue that all they do is take other people's ideas and do them better. Who's that? Mac? 
Apple. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Because if you think about the iPod and iTunes, yeah. They, yeah. they just took somebody else's idea and said, I can do this better. Yeah. I can do it better than you can do it. Yeah. I got smarter people. I have more money. I can mm-hmm. do this better than you. They literally stole somebody else's good idea and just said, that's mine now. And yeah. if you say, like iTunes, yeah. right? iTunes is now just the term for your playlist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's my iTunes. Yeah. People don't even bother. Half of them aren't even using iTunes. Yeah. They just go, yeah, that's my iTunes or what, my uh, my iPod, it, you know, whatever it is. But couldn't it be said that Apple really pioneered the personal computer? Well, they did originally. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, they, you know, I there mean, were a lot of people doing IBM it. IBM was the original, like, right. giant computer that you had a, in your workstation. But Apple person. Uh, was the originator of the actual, like the at home personal computer? If if, right, I believe. But yes, and and in that case, you're right. But yeah. when I look at the iPhone, the iPhone is nothing more than oh, you guys are gonna make cell phones. I can make a better cell phone than you. No, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna make an iPod. Yeah, great. I could do that better than you. Yeah. Uh, oh, you have a music streaming service. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. just do that better than you. Yeah. I mean, every single thing they have really that is currently. Their core competency yeah. is just, what are you going to do? Okay, great. You do that. I'll just do it better than you yeah. and sell it for more money. Yeah. And well, and that, that was, that was going to be what I was going to say, though, is that, like, you know, there have been times where, I mean, Ford was the first. Mm-hmm. Ford will always be Ford. Mm-hmm. But other car companies have surpassed them in sales, popularity, whatever it is. In certain demos, yeah. Yeah. But... <clears throat> In the long game, on the whole, they'll never beat Ford, ever. Yeah. No one, if, but that is if Ford stays on its game. Well, yeah. If you drop the ball and you make a wrong move, you're screwed. Absolutely. And I think that they, Ford is a great example of a company that just keeps doing what Ford does. And they're not worried about you know, these other people. I think if you go back and you look at the late 70s, early 80s, yeah. Ford got worried about they what did. everyone else the was Mustang doing. The Mustang too. Yeah. They start putting <laughs> out these cars because they were worried about all these, oh, you know, the, the Japanese auto manufacturers yeah. are putting out all these small cars and mm-hmm. they're doing all these things. And Ford went, okay, well, we better keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. They got off their game and it hit it them showed. hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the, you know, in the mid to late 90s, they got. They said, "No, we're just going to be Ford." Yeah. And they started putting out Ford again, mm-hmm. and you know the quality of their cars went up. Did everything. you see the um, the crib or or bassinet that they invented? No. Oh, this thing's insane. Pretty cool. It it like moves like like almost like when you're in the simulator, like at Star Tours. Is it supposed to simulate being in a car? Correct. Yeah. It has it has built in like actual audio and lights that that go around the so outside it's like the of passing the crib. lights. Correct. And it and it simulates the movement of like stopping and starting and then highway movement and the whole thing, but it's a it's a Ford crib. Can you buy it? I don't know if you could buy. I only saw a video of it like on like an advertisement they had on Facebook or something. That's pretty cool. It's pretty great. Yeah, that's yeah, I'm sure it's Twenty thousand dollars, but it's probably <laughs> it's yeah. pretty awesome. 
Yeah. Now that I've never liked. I mean, I, I love my kid. But that's a good idea. Come on. Uh, it's really not, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I think, I think the, the next step in that is being honest with yourself and trying to, you either A, have to realize, hey, I can be honest with myself, but also I think one of the keys to knowing whether or not you have a good idea and, and utilizing a good idea is uh, making sure that you have people that you trust that will tell you that's not a good idea. Yeah. As you well know, I have three, four people that everything that I do gets run by, and I find out if it's a good idea. Yeah. And that's that's what I do. And they'll tell me. I trust them to be able to go, eh, no. That's, <laughs> that's your off. And every yeah. now and again, they do. And yeah. they go, I don't, I don't think that's a good one there, dude. Yeah. So I think that's another important step. Yeah, having, having a sounding board. You know, having a sounding yeah, board. One thing that we're creating here is is that group, that team of people that when we have ideas that can temper us from just rolling up our sleeves and diving headfirst into something that may or may not be a good idea. Well, I think that that and that actually leads me to my next point, because you have a good idea, mm-hmm. right? Is it a good idea? Can I capitalize on the idea? And then finding people that will tell you or and help you really you know understand whether or not you actually have a good idea. Yeah. And then the next step in my opinion is understanding what your role in that idea is. Yeah. People will often make themselves the nucleus of the idea and they will say, "Well, because I had the idea, it, and I'm the center of the idea. I'm, and then they are part of all things. And, and, and more often than not, that doesn't work. Yeah. There's an idea. The reason you had the idea, you know, if you, what you come to me and you go, hey, we should have, uh, you know, we should do a new lifestyle apparel line, and we should do it based around people who wakeboard. Yeah. I think there's a big market in wakeboarding, and people love it. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right? Well, okay. And you say, listen, I can, I can do the art for wakeboarding. I, I get it. I know. I mean, I, yeah. I studied the people. I get the demographic, whatever it is, you know. And then I'm going to write posts and do it. And at a point, I'm going to go, no, you're not. Yeah. You're not going to do that because you don't wakeboard. Yeah. You don't understand how to wakeboard. Yeah. You don't know anything about the wakeboarding community. Like, your, your good idea into that, we should have a lifestyle apparel line for wakeboarding. Uh, and, you know, it's, people ask us all the time, why don't you have one for deer hunting? Yeah. Well, that's a great idea, and I would love to do that. And I do deer hunt. Not a lot. Yeah. Not enough that I am able to speak the the lingo and, yeah. and be what I think a customer base for that particular discipline would want me to be I yeah. you know I and and although I'm passionate about it and although I I would love to do it there's a um there's there I would want to bring a member onto our team yeah that would be honest and sincere 
And so that when we spoke to that group of people, we could do so in a genuine manner. Yeah. And I, and I think that that's, you know, when you talk about good ideas, our phone never rings, <laughs> by the way. You know, it never rings until now. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. But anyway, when you talk about uh, a good idea and bringing it to life, yeah. it is very important that you're realistic and that you really ask yourself or ask others to help you understand what is my role in this? What do yeah. I do here? And what, what should I not do? Yeah, knowing what you shouldn't do. It's probably the... The biggest one. Yeah. Well, and, th- and that goes all the way back to the beginning. Well, especially when you're, especially when you're first starting out, because, you know, if you've got, if you're at home listening and you have an idea for a business and you think it's a good idea, chances are you're going to dive in and do everything, all of it. And you're going to get a year down the line and you're going to go, holy shit. I can't do all of this stuff. I got to hire an accountant or I have to hire um, HR service or w- whatever it is. And, you know, we've said it multiple times. I think that's probably one of our biggest mistakes is Absolutely. not realizing, oh, man, this is too much. Mm-hmm. We need to get somebody in here who can do this and do it right and do it 100%. I agree. I agree completely. And... You know, the other thing that's important to remember, too, is you may have had the world's greatest idea, right? I've had a couple of ideas about, uh, like, exercise and gyms and, and, you know, fitness-type things. Yeah. It's a great—I mean, honestly, I think a couple of my ideas are, like, really, really, really good ideas. Yeah. But I'm not doing it. No. Because— they're not good ideas for me. They're no. good ideas for the world. You'd have to find someone who was a fitness freak yeah, to man it, you know? Well, it, you know, it's... Or at least understood that business. Right. I'm yeah. not going to show up every day in spandex and go, come on, fellas, <laughs> let's do it. You, you, know? watch, <laughs> you watch a lot of football. Right. But you owning... Or managing, I guess I should say, um, a football team. Probably not the best idea right now because you don't have you don't have experience managing professional sports teams. No, you know what I mean, right? Um, I think that's just true of so many different things. Um, it's it's why you and I should never do the finances. Exactly. For the business. We could have a... Not what we do. And I would argue that we've had some really good ideas with regard to finances. No, sure, but we shouldn't be the ones doing it. No. They were good ideas for someone else. Yeah. You know, and I think we're learning that right now with the, uh, you know, with some of the changes that we've made here. Yeah. In that I really realized, like, I can look at various situations with regard to this business and know what to do, but Adam is much more well-suited to actually do them. Yeah, to implement. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and I 100% agree. They're good ideas in essence, but Adam tempers them, 
Yeah. He vets them. Yep. He brings them to where they're actually good ideas, no longer just in concept, but in practice. And you know that that's 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 a good um, distinction because I think a lot of times, especially young entrepreneurs, they get into business and they go, "I have this fantastic idea," or "I'm already in business and I have this great idea for this system," and then they say, "Well, it's my idea, so I should be the one." Who does it? Right. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Nope. You know? I mean, and, and a perfect example is um, to kind of add, shed a little light on the statement you just made is we just moved one of our team members into a different position that's kind of more of a just an, uh, more of a GM type position mm-hmm. because you and I implementing these things as fast as our brains move and considering our specific skill sets, probably not the best idea. Right. But a fantastic idea for somebody like Adam who's suited to do those things. Yeah. But had we had a true idea vetting system going back to the beginning of this conversation, we probably would have realized that a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. And that I think that that's, you know, one of the things that I know has happened since we've been doing this is maturing yeah and understanding where we're really at and you know i would say that probably the greatest lesson that i've learned in all of this is when a good idea is is okay to hand off yeah you know it's you know right now i'm doing a lot more work in sales and uh you know, I got done with my day yesterday and I, I went in to Adam's office and I said, you know, as much as it pains me to say this, this is what I should be doing. Yeah. This is what I'm great at. It's what I'm passionate about. I don't like sales, but I can get on the phone with a customer and, and I genuinely care. Because you're helping them. Right. I genuinely care that they get great looking, awesome apparel yeah. That is exactly what they want. You're helping somebody solve a problem. Right. And I love it. Yeah. And I, but as part of that, I also told him if I, if, you know, and we'll see how things shake out. But if I did stay in that role, the very first thing I would do is hire an assistant. Yeah. Because what I am not good at is the entering of the order, the follow-up of the order, making sure everything. Once I'm done hearing your problem and coming up with a solution for you, I'm out. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I, I, I suck at it. Yeah. And so although, and again, to kind of tie this all back in, although I could say it's a good idea for me to be, in, and I think everybody here has said this at one point or multiple people in my life have said to me, the best idea is for you to be in sales. Yeah. You should be in sales. Sales, yeah. sales, 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 sales. Yeah. Well, the real good idea is not I should be in sales. The real good idea is I should be in problem solving Yeah. and then pass the minutia off to somebody who's good at that. Yeah. To say I should be good in sales, that's roughly a good idea. Yeah. But in practice, it's not a good idea because I'm not good at the minutia parts of it. I, yeah. I get too bored. So it's a, it's a great example of what we're talking well, like about. Like I said, had we had the system in place to vet that back a year, two years, three years ago, 
we would have all sat down in a room, you know, if Adam was here then, and, you know, we would have all sat down in a room and we would have said, well, who's the best at this? Right. And who's the best at this? Oh, okay, well, if you're the best at it, then you should be doing that. Of all the people in this room, you're the best one suited to do it. So you do that. And then you do this job and you do this job, and in the end, everybody's doing what it is that they're the best at. Yeah, and I think that... But instead, we jumped in to what was a good idea. Right. And just took everything head on and didn't have people helping and there was no plan and right blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 man. Yep. You, I mean, you reach a point where you just go, oh, uh, oh wait a minute. I got... Oh, oh, did it not play? I had the perfect sound effect for this. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not it. Stop. Stop, you son of a... Is this thing on some sort of weird shuffle? I had the best thing, and it totally screwed me. Well, you ruined it. Technology. It was a good idea. See? Watch. Hey, what happened? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I Is saved that, it. Was that best in show? I saved it. Do it again. Uh, it was That's... Uh, that's his name, Fred. Oh yeah, yeah, Fred Willard. Yeah, um, but that's not Best in Show. That is uh, the other one where they do the mighty uh, wind. A mighty wind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Okay. So to summarize, um, get a job. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you uh, filthy hippie. Oh, wait. oh, look. Why don't you get a job, Krikoli? <laughs> what for? You need money. Uh, all I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Yeah, see? Yeah. Get a job, yeah. Spicoli. Uh, no, <laughs> seriously, though. You know, um, one of the things that, one of the reasons I wanted to do this particular uh, subject matter was because... I really do enjoy uh, inspiring people to, I hope that what we do, and I hope that this podcast, I hope our business, I hope our podcast uh, inspires people to dream and do things. I, you know, with our, with our, with Steelhead, especially H&H really originally, yeah. um, our idea was to support people and inspire them to go outside and do more things in the outdoors and yeah. and give them something to feel kind of cool and fun and proud of. And with this podcast, I uh, I hope that we inspire people and uh, encourage people to continue to have cool ideas and continue to do cool things, and I hope that people find it helpful. And in this particular subject, like I said, I keep having good ideas, have crazy ideas. Have wild, out-there ideas and find those people around you that will help you. And as much as it will make you want to poke your eyeballs out, <laughs> find somebody like I have in my brother that is not afraid to call you a moron. Yeah. And it's important yeah. because, believe me, there is no one person on this earth that drives either of us crazier than the person that we sit across from right now. It is the single person that is hardest to hear things from, that is hardest to share things with. It is just 
sometimes so infuriating, I can't even put it into words. Yeah. But there is a tremendous value in putting somebody in front of you that is not afraid to say, no, yeah, that's stupid, and I don't care if you... Oh, yeah, there's there's nothing worse than just untempered... Um, just yes men are a bad idea correct yeah Yeah. you have to be uh you have to have somebody that can that can bring you back down to earth you know always yeah always you gotta have somebody that that'll bring you down to earth and give it give it to you honestly yep all right cool well until next time yes until next time uh this has been me and him (laughs) so Deal with that, suckers. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a buddy. Share it with your friends on Spotify or iTunes. Share it on Facebook or Instagram. Anything you can do to help get people involved and let them know about the podcast, we really do appreciate it. Uh, We do this all for you guys. Make sure you head to the website also, hhoutfitter.com, steelheadgear.com, cindergear.com, and make sure that you check out the new accessories that we just uploaded to the accessories page. We got cell phone cases, regardless of what kind of phone you got. We got vacuum insulated tumblers, vacuum insulated can coolers, all kinds of cool accessories to uh, get you through your day. Thanks again for listening to the podcast, and we will talk to you guys soon.